Good morning, fourth chapter of Hilchot Berachot, Mishneh Torah of Harambam, Halakha Aleph. כל המברך ברכת המזון וברכה אחת שמיועין שלוש, צריך לברך אותה במקום שאכל. Any person saying ברכת המזון ומיועין שלוש must say that ברכה in the same place in which he ate. אכל כשהוא מהלך, יושב במקום שפסק לברך. If he's eating at the same time as he's walking, then he must sit down the place in the, at the place in which he stops eating, he finishes eating, and that's where he'll say ברכה, sitting down. Likewise, if a person eats standing up, he must sit down to say Birkat Hamazon. If a person forgot to say Birkat Hamazon, he knows for a fact that he forgot, and then he remembers that he did not say Birkat Hamazon before he stopped digesting the food that he ate, and I explained yesterday that this probably means before he begins being hungry again, then he should say Bikat Amazon, whatever it is that he remembered, even if it's not the same place where he ate. However, if a person left purposely the place where he ate, and then he remembers that he has to do Bikat Amazon, then he should go back to where he ate and say Bikat Amazon there. However, if he says where he remembers, even if it's another room, he fulfills his obligation. Likewise, a person who blesses who says Hamazon, standing up or walking, he fulfills his obligation. But a priori, ideally, and uh, at, at the first instance, a person should never say Birkat Hamazon or Biracha Me'ain Shalosh other than sitting down and in the place where he ate. Halakha Bet. Someone who does not remember or doesn't know if he says Birkat Hamosi or not before eating bread, he should not go back and say it, given that it's not a Beracha Min HaTorah. Now, this is not that he, that if he doesn't know if he said it or not, but if he actually forgot and he remembers, oh, I actually, I know for a fact that I did not say it, then he has until he finishes eating to say it. Once he finishes eating, there is no point in saying it because the beracha is something that you say before you eat and not after. Person who was eating in one room and then stops eating to go to another room, or he was eating and a friend calls him to speak with him and he leaves the room and then he comes back. Given that he changed the place in which he was eating, this constitutes the end, the end of that meal. And therefore, when he comes back, even if he continues eating, if he wants to continue eating, he needs to say Birkat Hamazon for what he ate until now, 
and they say hamosi again and then finish the rest of the meal as a separate meal with its own Birkat Amazon as well. Halakha Dalet Haverim shahayu yoshavim le'echol v'yasau likrat hatan o likrat kalla im minyichu sham zaken o chole hozrin limkoman v'gomlin sa'udatan v'inan tzirichin levadech shaniya A group of people that were eating together and then they left the meal for something that happened that moment so the, uh, what Harmam is saying here, the examples, and I leave it up to you to, to, to see if these are specific examples and it's only these cases or if it's examples of a larger uh, universe of, of, uh, of possible examples. So if they leave to greet Hatan and Kala, if they left at the, at the table, and if anyone sits at the table, for example, someone who was uh, too old to come and dance with them, or, or sick or ill, then they can go back and finish their meal as a continuation of the meal they started, even though it was interrupted. They need not say a new beracha. And if uh, if they did not leave anyone there, then because they left, they need now a biracha for what they ate until now, birkat hamazon. And when they come back, they need to say the birkat hamosi. Um, it, it's implied from here that the biracha of birkat hamazon needs to be said before leaving to greet Hatan Vekala. Halachahe. We've been speaking about Sauda for now, which is a meal on bread. But even if people were sitting around the same table to eat fruits or to drink something, So the rule is the same whoever changes his place, whoever changes rooms. It's as if he stopped that meal and must say a beracha for what he ate or drank until that moment, and a new beracha when he reconvenes and restarts eating again. And a person changing from one corner to another within the same room does not need to, this is not enough of a change in, in, in place. Um, if a person is on one side of a tree, te'ena is a tree that is relatively thick on the thick side, so if you stand on one side, you don't really see the other side. If you sit on one side of the tree to eat and then you switch to the other side, uh, it's not within a room, so what is the, the, the din there? So it's as if you changed places and this also constitutes the end of the meal on the other side. This is a very famous Mishnah uh, a person saying on bread he thereby by saying Hamosi on the bread is exempting from beracha any accompaniment, any food that's eaten 
on that bread, um, whether it be minetavshil, uh, cooked dishes, uferot, uh, or even fruits, which obviously you don't eat with bread, but since they are ochlin bahen hapat, they no, sorry, I'm sorry. You, you do eat them with bread. So things that are eaten with bread, whether they be a natural products or, or elaborate dishes, something that was made. But it doesn't work the other way around. If you say for a piece of meat that's eaten with bread, unless the bread is tafel, as we said in the last chapter, you are not poter the pat. You are not exempting the blessing for the bread. Ma'asekedera is what we explained in the last chapter, um, something which we call today mezonot. An example is pasta. Um, then that's enough to 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 be foter to to exempt tavshil. Tavshil is uh, is um, any other kind of dish that is not ma'asekedera that's also boiled or cooked in the same way. So if you eat pasta, you and then in the same meal you have uh, meatballs. You don't see berach on the meatballs. And if you said beracha instead on the tavshil, then although this wasn't supposed to be uh, the way to do it, you have to. Uh, you are exempting yourself from uh, saying beracha ma'asekedera. I have to note. There is a different girsa here uh, because it sounds counterintuitive, and uh, some nushot have it lofatar ma'asekedera. He did not exempt ma'asekedera, but Rabbi Yoshua Hanagid, who was the great great grandson of Harambam, says that the the manuscript he inherited actually had patar, and the reason being that by saying beracha you are showing that this is the main dish for you at this meal thereby exempting all the other dishes. If a person decided in his mind to stop eating or drinking, he's like, I'm done, that's it. That was satisfying, I'm done. And then, some, and then something comes up and he says, you know, actually I, I do want another, another piece of this roast or I do want another uh, gulp of this water. He even though he didn't change places, he must say beracha again. He has to say beracha again. However, if this wasn't something he decided in his mind, but although he stopped actively eating, he meant to continue eating or drinking. Even if this interruption, if this break lasted an entire day, he need not say Eberacha again. It's all about your mindset and where, when in your mind you decide to stop eating. Obviously, if you change places, that triggers another halacha, and then you have to say Eberacha Harona and a new Eberacha when you start eating again. But we are saying that the person is sitting down for the whole day. Halacha Het. Hayu Shotin ve'amru bo unvarech birkat hamazon o bo unkadesh kiddush hayom now, a separate halacha. If people were drinking and suddenly someone said uh, what we do, the zimun, uh, 
הבלם ודיווח למנכ"ל להקדישה, או ברשותכם, נברך שאכלנו משלו, בואו נברך בגלל המזון, או someone calls to do kiddush, נאסר להם לשתות, then they may not, because these things, because ברכת המזון and kiddush היום, as we are going to see, one may not eat or drink before doing them. This is a, a general rule for many mitzvot. Hachamim wanted us to not feel like we have all day to do certain things, so they prohibited eating and drinking before doing certain things. One of them is Kiddush Hayom, another example is Tefillah, another example is Brikat Hamazon. Once a person um, stops the meal, they may not eat again before Brikat Hamazon, because it's before Brikat Hamazon, not because they cannot eat anymore. So once someone calls for any of these Birkat Amazon or Kiddush, then the, the, the prohibition of eating before them begins and, and they cannot drink until they say Beracha or do Kiddush. And if they do want to drink, although it's not permissible, but if they do want to do so, given that this prohibition began sort of like a new period it, it stopped the, the the previous drinking they would need to say before and then they drink however if the interruption was for let us go and do havdalah then the prohibition of eating and drinking before havdalah is not as strong as the prohibition of eating and drinking before kiddush or bikatamazon and therefore they do not need to to do beracha again they are not allowed to eat or drink but if they do want to eat or drink they need not say a beracha again this is a very relevant halacha people who are drinking wine and then suddenly uh, Another kind of wine comes. For example, if they were drinking red wine or, or really rosé wine, pink wine, and then someone brought a dark wine, which, which is what we call red wine, or they were drinking a very uh, good aged wine, aged wine, and someone brought a newer kind of wine that is, is considered of a different kind. They need not say Birkat Hayain again. However, they say this special Biracha, which is uh, Blessing you are, uh, God our Lord, the eternal King, the one who is good and does good to others, or the one that does good and then does more good. That, I think that's a better translation, um, signifying that uh, we are so privileged that not only do we get to drink wine, but we get to drink two kinds of wine. I point out Rambam does not have some requirements that other Rishonim have of the second one being of a better kind or of a worse kind. Um, it also does not need to be that uh, the person wasn't aware of it. Very simply, 
if you have you're drinking one kind of wine and then switch to another kind of wine then you don't say a gef a gefen again although you didn't have it in mind but rather you say hatove hamitiv instead of a gefen this is an important halacha. One may not say a beracha before eating or drinking something until that thing is in front of the person saying the beracha. And if, however, the person said beracha and then uh, the, the, the object that is going to be eaten came before them. Actually, the Berachah didn't count for anything, and the Berachah must be said again. This is also something that tends to happen. Let's say you're holding a piece of whatever, and you say Berachah for that piece, and then before you eat it, it falls down. Then you must say beracha again on another piece, even if it's of the same thing. And in order to make up for the fact that this was a beracha made in vain, the first one, one should say, after having said the first beracha, which was followed by the loss of the object for which the beracha was said. So the beracha now uh, doesn't really belong to anything. So you say Baruch Shem I'd like to know that Haramam does not say that Baruch Shem is a universal sort of fix all for saying Berachot Levatala. That's not the case. This is one very specific example. When someone is eating something, is about to eat something says Berachah and then that something disappears or gets lost, then you say Baruch Shem Kibbutz Hatorah Lambayed. Omed Adam alamat hamayim umvarech veshote, afal pishe hamayim shehayu lefanav bishata Berachah, enan hamayim sheshata, mipenesh lechach nitkaven mitahila. Now, although we said that you have to have the object in front of you when you say the Berachah, what happens if you want to say Berachah on water that is constantly running? So, imagine a some kind of a little canal of water or a water fountain that's constantly running and you want to drink from that water fountain, you can't possibly hold that water in the air and then say beracha and then drink it. So that's fine. Haramam says you may say on the water fountain, although the water that you're going to drink is not the same water that were there the moment you said the beracha. Because that was your intention. Your intention was to drink from the water fountain, not to drink that specific, those specific waters. This halakha is much further, it's broader than the beracha we said before about, about Birkat um, HaMosi being Mosiyah Dehova, exempting other things that you're eating with the bread. This is, if you are sitting on a meal, it's a sit-down meal, like what we have at least every Shabbat, 
then anything that comes within that meal that was inaugurated by the bread does not say beracha, not before nor after. Rather, the Birkat HaMosi at the beginning and Birkat HaMazon at the end exempt all of those things. And there is no requirement here that those things be things that are eaten with bread. So let's say, let's assume, for example, that nobody in the right mind eats, I don't know, cucumber with bread. It doesn't matter if the cucumber is coming within this seuda, then you need not say beracha before or after. Udvarim she'enal mehamat seuda she'ba'u betocha seuda te'onin beracha lifnehen ve'en te'onin beracha le'acharehen. However, things that are unrelated to this meal, let's say that you're eating, uh, you're sitting down on a Shabbat table and someone passes by with a tray of uh, chocolate cookies that just came by, for, for, not unrelated to the table, and you decide to take one within the Seuda. This did not come Mehamata Seuda, it wasn't within the context of the Seuda. Therefore, you say Beracha before them, but you need not, you need not say Beracha after them. Udvarim habaim le'ahara se'oda, things that come after the meal, namely dessert, ben mehamat ha'se'oda, ben shelom mehamat ha'se'oda, whether they are because of the meal, in other words, I would not be having this ice cream right now if it wasn't for the fact that I, I had a meal before, ben shelom mehamat ha'se'oda, or they are unrelated to the se'oda, given that they come as a separate stage and after the meal, they are not part of the meal, you do need to say Berachah before and after them. So according to Harambam, one must say Berachah before and after desserts. So I know that some people, I've seen some people, they bring fruits out and, and then they, uh, before saying Berachah Amazon, and then some of them do say Berachah before those fruits, what Rambam would say is not only do you say beracha before those fruits, but you also have to say beracha aharona for those fruits, and then you say birkat amazon separately for the meal that you ate before. Ideally, you'd say birkat amazon before that. Halacha yod bet. Beshabbatot veyamim tovim, ubisodat hakazad dam, ubaet sheyasamina melchas vechayose bahen. On Shabbat and Yom Tov, and Saudat Akazadam is the kind of meal that you have after letting blood. Anyone who gives blood knows you feel a little dizzy afterwards. They used to do this as a, a therapeutic kind of procedure to let blood out, to let the, the body recycle new blood. Um, if you have an infection, this might work because you have new cells and they're more, they're stronger. I don't know, maybe it worked, maybe it didn't work, but it doesn't matter. The person was very hungry. And there was a special cell that they made. Or after leaving the bathhouse, again, it's something that makes you get dizzy and, and people sometimes eat right away. Where a person does not necessarily eat bread, a lot of bread, but he begins the meal with wine. Like Shabbat, we begin the meal with wine. So saying the Beracha HaGefen for Kiddush is sufficient for 
any wine that you drink before Birkat Hamazon, even if it's wine that's brought with dessert. So we said dessert has its own berachot, but the wine that comes there is captured by the, the, the berachot of Kiddush. Aval bishan hayamim, but on any other day, a person must say beracha again on wine that comes before Birkat Amazon after finishing the meal. Now, another halacha if you did not say Kiddush, you were having a regular meal on bread, and then in the middle of the meal, someone serves wine. So everyone is eating and someone serves wine. Nobody has said beracha yet. So although, even though we normally prefer for one person to say the beracha for everyone, for example, in Birkat Amazon, when the wine is coming in the, middle, in the middle of the meal, everyone should say their own beracha because people are busy eating and they will not be able to answer Amen. And this kind of beracha of wine that comes in the middle of the meal is not sufficient to exempt wine that comes after the meal. It's a separate beracha that one must say afterwards. And with this, we finish chapter four.